Welcome back to Slay Podcast. It's Courtney. Uh, welcome, beautiful monsters. And I'm Warren. Where he keeps Squibber keeps jumping off of the ship. <laughs> oh, and and he he keeps keeps back. Back. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that episode is, is honestly the best episode of SpongeBob. One of the best ones. Literally top tier like chef's kiss episode. <laughs> I dude, I love that we just love SpongeBob. Like that's like I referenced my whole life off of SpongeBob. Oh, me too. That episode is the same one that has where they are um, directing SpongeBob's directing the Flying Dutchman. On oh my how to gosh! Drive the ship. Yes, I remember. And that. he's like, "You're good. You're, you're good. good." And they're beating <gasps> the ship all to fuck. Like it's literally just <laughs> yes, dude, just I tearing it up. It, and when um, they get the wishes, and Patrick's like. He's like, you get three wishes, and Patrick's like, make it five, and he's like, four, he's like, like three, two. no, three, <laughs> take it or leave it. I thought he said two, take it or leave it, and no, he's three. like, He went back okay. to the original, yeah, he's like, dude, that's the same episode, they go through the uh, perfume department, too, with the gas mask. Yes, oh my gosh, that's all on that same one? Yes, it's my, it's called wow. Shanghai. Shanghai? Yeah, Shanghai, it's I'm my, gonna it's, have like, to epi- get- it's like season's two or something like that season three i'm gonna actually have to go on there and like look at it amazon prime yeah <laughs> bodie's finally getting old enough to where, where he, wants he to likes SpongeBob. spongebob yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways that is like top tier the writers that was like the best time with spongebob right then right then i thought that was like early 2000s dude it was because, did you know it came yeah it came out in 99 yeah and then like this the best episodes were always in like the early 2000s and then it started getting kind of like i mean it was still good but it was like top tier back then no literally the writers were like in their prime yeah they're like i don't know what else to write about this now crème de la crème. no literally that episode <laughs> yeah, you, so the good. listeners better get used to this because we freaking love spongebob, SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> Tree crime and SpongeBob and making boys cry. I feel like most people our age do like SpongeBob and get the quotes. Though, yeah, because, they're like, like, I follow that's these funny. meme pages. Yeah, and they're just all over them. Yeah, did you know they removed the panty raid episode? Why? Oh, yeah. Well, we know why. <laughs> <laughs> they had to. That was so bad, dude. There's so many things in those in like SpongeBob that you're like, that is so inappropriate. They would never let you do. Oh, that they would never. It would no. be a sensitive Patrick's subject. Patrick's like, I guess you're gonna miss the panty raid. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Krabs is like, the what? Do they end up panty raiding Mr. Krabs? Mr. Mom? Krabs' mom. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh. everyone's like shut the fuck up <laughs> and they're like god just move on with true crime sorry guys um so the last episode we know was too quiet hopefully this episode's a lot louder especially my talking we had to like get the adjustments down right but hopefully they are now <laughs> if they're not it's coming up anyways hopefully you're still here with us but um 
So the episode that I chose to do tonight was one that I had never heard of before. And since our first episode was where I grew up in Ohio, I decided to do one in our neck of the woods. Now I feel like I sound like Al Roker, but... (laughs) (laughs) Come on down to our neck of the woods. (laughs) Let's see what's happening in your Uh, neck neck of the woods. woods. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and he does it every time, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways... So this is like really close to where we are. We're in Grand Junction, Colorado, and um, this happened like a couple hours away. Navarita, right? Nucla. Oh, in Nucla. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So I actually initially had never heard of this case. Was looking for cases like in Colorado. Found this one like super close. I just never heard of it, so I started deep diving, and that's how I knew like this was going to be the case for this week because I was like all of a sudden really invested into it and needed to learn more. She, like, um, had it down, like, the day after. We're like, when are we going to do this? And she's like, I already have a whole new case. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I think that's great because I I'm, haven't got one yet. So you're good. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, this one's taking place in... What was that? Never mind us, guys. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Just scary things over here. True um, crime in Courtney's house. <laughs> real. <laughs> Tam. Um, anyways, I don't want to give away too much because we're going to get into it. This is the case of Dale Williams on Slay Podcast. Dale has been missing for almost 24 years. His family still has no answers. In May of 1999, Dale got a call from a stranded motorist. Being the nice, helpful guy that he was, he went to go help them. His small hometown never saw him again. Around a month later, his truck was recovered submerged in the river, and it was obvious to authorities that it wasn't a result of an accident. Dale's family has fought tirelessly to learn the truth. But there is little to no leads in this case. In such a small town, someone has to know something. Where is Dale Williams? Here we go. Okay, so this case is about Dale Williams. What was that? Is it Tig? I don't know. It's probably her dog Tig. Anyways, Dale Williams. He went missing in Nucla, Colorado almost 24 years ago. So I thought this case would be cool because, like, we know a lot of people around here. It's so tiny, It's tiny. Oh, and nowadays it's tiny. So could you imagine that 20 years ago? No, 24 years ago? Yeah. So Dale Williams was born July 15th, 1956, and he grew up in Nucla. Mm -hmm. Went to school there and everything. Um, Oh, did I say 200 miles? It's 100 miles from DJ from Grand Junction. Yeah, you said two two hours. hours. Oh, yeah, two hours. Yeah. Yeah. The population of Nucla in 2000 was 734 people. Yeah, it's tiny. I mean, it's not even, I bet it's not even 10,000 now. Well, so I did some research on on this just because I was curious. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't grow up in Colorado. I mean, I've been here like, I don't know, seven, eight years, but. Um, I did. I've been, I was born and raised here. Yeah. But you went to Fruita, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Nucla is named after the nucleus of the uranium mines and yeah. like the farmers around there. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was pretty fucking cool. That is cool. Yeah. Anyways, I got into it. So, Okay. So he was married to a woman named Diana Williams. 
and he has two, at the time, teenage daughters, Sarah and Tony. He owned um, an auto body shop down there in Nucla, and then his wife worked at a, um, um, like a video rental store back when that was oh, a yeah. thing. Oh yeah, dude, I remember those. <laughs> this was 99. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was Blockbuster or not, but no. Anyways, probably so. not. Probably not in Nucla. They probably had like some family-owned like, <laughs> video rental. Place, and I wonder honestly. if they owned it or if his wife just managed just it. Managed it. Yeah, I couldn't tell. But anyways, so he owned an auto body shop. She worked at a video rental store. His daughter Tony had already graduated. Um, I want to say she was like nineteen or something like that at the time. Yeah. And then his daughter, Sarah, was about to graduate. Mm -hmm. Um, The day that this takes place was May 27th, 1999. And his daughter, Sarah, was about to graduate literally that weekend. Oh, wow. So, uh, high school. Mm -hmm. And so, um, how this started was Diana noticed that Dale did not come home at his normal time that evening. Mm -hmm. And she thought, oh, maybe he had a project that, like, took too long or whatever. And he's just still caught up at at the shop. Yeah. Mechanicy. Yeah. Well, he wasn't a mechanic. It was auto body. Auto body. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Similar things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she assumed that. And then she tried calling down there. He didn't answer the shop phone. She figured, oh, maybe he's using like a loud tool or something. Mm-hmm. He didn't hear it. Well, then like it came to bedtime and he still didn't come home. So at that point she was like really worried. Like she couldn't really fall asleep. She kept mm-hmm. waking up having like a restless night. Um, yeah, I've had a few of those. Yeah, I was like, like, why isn't he home? And I'm like, oh, because he's not to change the subject, but it really reminded me of my old relationship where I'd be like, where is he? Where is he? Like, you can't sleep. You're literally like, I just, you, and yeah, your brain kind of goes there. Like, they're probably, like, what if they got in a wreck? But then you're like, they're probably just out fucking another girl. Yeah. But literally, I would be like, where is he? Yeah. You're like, I called 18 times. Yeah, dude. PTSD, man. (laughs) Dude, bad. (laughs) Anyways. So. Welcome to our lives. True crime with Lauren and Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) Still to this day can't find their ex-boyfriends. No. (laughs) Yeah. That's a joke, everyone. So, anyways. um, She went to bed, tossed and turned, still wasn't able to sleep. Um, she checked the, so the next morning she woke up and got the kids off to school and well, the one daughter I think was mm-hmm. like not in school, but anyways, um, after that she went and checked the garage cause it was morning and he still wasn't home and that was not like Dale. Yeah. So she was worried. Um, and this was Sarah's last day of school. So he wasn't there at the shop when she checked and it was obvious that he had left like not really in a hurry, but like he was about to come back. Like there was still like hoods up and like lights on and stuff. Yeah. So, like he had walked outside of the shop or just like or ran just... a quick errand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, like he was going to come back. He did mm-hmm. not close up shop. Right. So, um, she called her mother-in-law and she hadn't heard from him either. And that's when she really started to take this seriously. Cause she's like, if his own mother, like hasn't I thought heard maybe or anybody, yeah. yeah, she's like, well, the last resort is like his mother. And if his mother hasn't heard from him, then something's wrong. Right. So they looked around for him, couldn't find him, like looked for hours before they finally contacted police. So police initially got like started asking right away and doing some research because mm-hmm. it's a small town. They know Dale. This is not normal. Mm-hmm. And they just believed her, which is cool because a lot of times with these missing persons cases, especially in small towns, they're just they like, they don't want to, well, they don't want to do the work. It's, it's almost, I mean, that's what yeah. it looks like. Maybe that's not what it's about, but it really does look like. Well, they're like, wait 48 hours. They yeah, probably will come be back. Fine. They probably just ran away from you because you're a dumb bitch. Can't tell you how many <laughs> cases are like that. And it's annoying. Yeah. Like, no, I really am scared and scared. 
And we're yeah, like, scared. no, this person wouldn't do this. Yeah. So they took this seriously because they knew him. The first tip that the police um, received was that he stopped by his friend's office. Mm-hmm. Tammy Lawrence was there. That's his friend's wife. And um, she said that he w- it was like 12, 15 in the afternoon. And she thought it was weird that he stopped by because all he said was, hey, I'll get to your chipped windshield. Like, I don't remember if it was like next week or something mm-hmm. like that or later this week. And she just felt like that was weird because he could have gave her a call. Right. But he stopped in there. That's, Where was this at? It was her office, like downtown. Oh. Oh, just stopped in. Just a random office? Just stop in. And then he did mention, I don't know where she, what the office was, where she oh. exactly worked, but he stopped by there. And um, anyways, she thought that was weird because she's like, well, he could have just called right. you know, my husband that. or me or whatever. Right. But he did mention that he was going to go help a distressed motorist. And so she was like, maybe he just wanted to let me know that. I don't know. So why wouldn't you tell your wife that? Right. Well, this was 99. No cell phone. I know, but you would have just been like. Shop phone though. Yeah. Like, hey, wife, that's going to be worried about Well, if you were worried about it, you wouldn't stop and tell your friend's wife. You'd call and tell your own wife. call your own wife, yeah. Anyways, he said he was in a hurry to go help a stranded motorist. Um, His daughter suspects, like looking back on this now, she suspects he was looking for his actual good friend that was married to that lady, but he Mm -hmm. wasn't to see if he wanted to go with him. But since he wasn't there. He just told her. Yeah. And that makes sense. That That makes makes more sense. sense. Yes. Yes. So, um, so then he just let her know that he was headed out and then, you know, he'd fix the windshield later on. Mm -hmm. The next time, then the next, uh, tip the investigators got, they spoke with, um, his friend, Tom Ross, and he was a pastor there in Nucla. And he stated that he and his son had stopped by to visit Dale at the body shop that morning. Mm-hmm. And they played darts, even though Dale had a busy day. Um, I guess they like were just having like a lunch break or whatever. Yeah. Talk a little, a little bit. Just, mm-hmm. you know, I have the time for a game of darts. Right. And then when they were there, um, the pastor said, uh, Tom Ross said that he heard Dale get the distress call. And it was mm-hmm. someone saying that they were on... Um, they were broke down three quarters of a mile east of Bedrock Country Store along Highway 90. And this is about 30 minutes from Nucla. Okay. Yeah. And so um, Tom thought it was a woman on the other line just by the way that Dale was answering. He didn't hear the voice that he was talking to or anything. But by the way he was like talking, to, like responding, he felt right. like it was a woman. I okay. guess that he originally offered to like take his wrecker. Uh-huh. Which I guess is like to, a tow truck. Yeah, it's a tow truck. Yeah. To go and pick it up. But then they were like, no, we just need like a jump or something. So he decided to take his pickup truck. Oh, okay. So he was like, I got to get out of here and go help this person. And Tom let them know like he found this weird initially because Dale's not a mechanic. He's an auto body yeah. shop guy. So well, it's kind of weird to be just running off to help a woman. Who had this number? Like, just, I don't know. That's kind of weird to me. Like. Oh, yeah, let me go and help this distressed woman well, unless he's just like. By all accounts, he was a really nice girl. guy that would do anything to help, and you're going to see. Just... I I mean, maybe, yeah, I'm sure that's great. But he's the type like, of guy also... that you get a call, you're going to help someone no matter what, but still, like. <clears throat> then how'd they get the Why number? didn't they call the police? Well, or dude, okay, honestly, Nucle is, for... is small, and they may have not had a mechanic shop that they, like, that's what came that up. Or that was the closest I don't auto really search. That was the closest auto thing that they could that they find found or something to call to hope to get yeah, help to get help or something like that. That makes sense. 
But like even then, it's kind of weird. Ninety nine? Did they have cell phones? I don't know. Yes, we did actually. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch! (laughs) I was not. So I'm like, yeah, we definitely had cell phones, but they were. um, You couldn't search things up. There's no Google. There wasn't Google or anything on it. So it makes they could have. But what they could have done is calls. It's it's called Star Nine Nine, Star Nine One One, or something like that. And it would give you names. It would literally, it's almost like a yellow books or a white pages. And it would give you names. So they could have been like an auto. Uh, give me, can I please Maybe get that's an. What happened. Yeah, that's probably Get-o. it. Can I get, yeah, I know. Can what? I get, can I get a um, number for an auto shop or whatever? And that's probably why, how they came across that number because well, that probably was that. We'll see. And, you Maybe. know. Maybe. Good point. Good point. Okay. So after this. You're like, What? <laughs> well, they started putting missing missing posters up. Um, the daughter Sarah, or mm-hmm. was that her name? I'm so sorry if that's not your name. Um, yes, Sarah. She was graduating, and she remembers the missing posters at her graduation the next oh, day. Oh, that's so, that's so sad, sad. Yeah, I know, dude. Oh, that mm-hmm. breaks sad. my heart. I know that's sad. Um, and Diana, his wife, noticed that some started disappearing out of the post office every time she would replace them. More would re- disappear. And so the police put up like a video in the post office, like a like a like a security camera. Dude, think the cops seem like badasses here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually into the cops in Oakland. Hell yeah, good job, guys. Fuck yeah, (laughs) that's a good person. That's a good person. (laughs) Be fucking cool. (laughs) So they caught um, this old friend of Dale's that was actually mad at him, taking them down. The old friend of Dale's was mad at him because 11 months prior. So this old friend of Dale's was married. Uh-huh. And it was like the two couples were good friends. Yeah. Well, then the, the, the couple split. And Dale and his wife helped move the ex-wife. The other wife out. Out of state to be like, safe. That happens. Sorry, everybody. Like, you pick one and then you just... You like the other one, too, but you're just like, I actually Well, I like, think they just, you know? they just felt like she needed to be safe. Oh, well. That so they moved a little her. more suspicious. Well, they, so they moved her out of state. So Dude, that even if me and you him. got in a fight, even if any of my friends got in a fight, if you went fucking missing, I wouldn't be like, fuck that person. I'm taking those posters no, down. literally, what like, a piece of shit. Like, who the fucking does that? Like, you don't like, have to like him, but, like, but maybe, like, like, let his family dude, try to I find even, him. I wouldn't even do that if I fucking, if it was some girl, some, some, some random hoe I don't like. I wouldn't <laughs> even be like, I'd be like, oh, taking those down. It could be her. my arch nemesis, and yeah. I wouldn't remove their wanted poster. <laughs> Like what? They're yeah, missing poster or their family. Yeah, no. Are you kidding me? That's fucked. And the thing is, his, and you're he's a fucked. A, and you're he a used to be his person. friend. He knows he has two daughters yeah, and a wife. That people are like missing them, regardless if he did something or not. Removing those posters to me is such a fucked thing. Like, please yeah, you're a just bad fuck yourself into oblivion, please. Yeah, even if he didn't do Heat anything. Get yourself into a Which deep now hole. I'm like already suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, they interviewed him. And he did admit that he was upset that the they had moved his wife and wouldn't tell him where the wife was. But um, he said he didn't have anything to do with Dale's disappearance. He's like, I hope you never get found. <laughs> Dude, so you fucking dick. To me, it's kind of like, oh, my wife's missing. Now so you were are. you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked. Anyways. God. So um, Diana at this point did mention that um, right after they had moved his ex-wife out of state, 
um, she did notice there was a weird thing that happened where Dale found old photos of Dale, Diana, and then the, the now-divorced friends torn up outside of his auto body shop with cal point. It's, yeah, it's 22 caliber rounds. I said point. <laughs> Can you tell I don't remember, <laughs> yeah, know very much about guns? <laughs> okay. okay. 22 rounds outside on the ground amongst the ripped up photos. Dude, this guy sounds fucking crazy. And they knew it was him because he broke into the shop. <clears throat> ripped up the photos, and then left the rounds in the ground. And to me, I'm kind of like, well, you didn't shoot the photos? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Rip them up and then just, like, sprinkle Throw the... Hey, look at all these bullets. Like, stuff. sprinkling it like confetti. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, you know what I was going to do? Use these on you, but I'm going to wait, and I'm going to make sure you go missing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn. <laughs> and then she said a few days later, she found... Uh, um, the actual revolver that had been stolen from the shop with the pictures and the ammo in the movie drop box. Oh my god, she dude, why in the fuck? They're just like, and he's that our friend, it's fine. We're not going to call the cops on him. He's probably going to be fine. <laughs> like, like, dude, I would have been like, 911, <laughs> I'd like to report a fucking crazy person. Well, she did. She's like, I noticed um, that this was also stolen from the shop the same night. Yeah, so, dude, that's so <clears throat> She said that she was really sketch. scared after that, but Dale said, don't worry about it, it'll pass. He just thought that he was just, he just trying to scare him. He's just upset. So Dale didn't really take this Dale's seriously Dale's like, enough. it's like, all right. Well, he didn't think friend. he was a danger. He, they knew they weren't friends anymore, but they just didn't think he was a danger like that. So they, Sounds like I said. dangerous to me. Well, the police <laughs> Hell, interviewed this guy. <laughs> they interviewed this guy, and he claims... Um, that he was not involved at all. He gave an alibi. The police said that the alibi is, um, hang on, I put it in quotes here somewhere. He goes, he goes sorry, guys. Mostly, <laughs> mostly um, true. It's like, what do you mean mostly? Yeah, how in the fuck is some, oh yeah, well, his alibi was mostly true. But they true, haven't but said what the alibi is. Half of, half I would of... be really, really curious to know what the fuck the alibi was. That's they're what like, I want to know. They're like, well, the alibi is he was at this one person's house, but then they said that they didn't really know him, so. Well, they said the alibi mostly <laughs> checked out, and he also has taken a polygraph, and it didn't say the results. What? Yeah. So I think they were interested in him. Not that I think a polygraph means shit. Cause it Dude, doesn't. no. You know that people pass those all the time. And fail when they're I not I actually, guilty. I think I could pass one. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> This <laughs> is says Courtney. It's like I swear to God, I can do this roadside. <laughs> oh no, yeah. So I don't know if he passed it or failed it, but it does sound like he was like a, a main suspect for a while. But they said God, he, he should be. He had an alibi. So they're like, no, don't worry. There's a lot crazier people than that. Like that sounds crazy as fuck. Crazy. So if there's if there's more of any more uh, like suspects, I would be very curious. Well, to me, this also be. proves how dangerous he is and that they probably moved the ex-wife for good reason if yeah. he's that angry to fucking get pissed at the people that moved her. <laughs> Dude, they're like, he's like, here's your gun back in the drop box of the movies. Dude, that is like <laughs> scary. What? Fucked up That's shit. pretty scary. But anyways, be so like, they did have, the police did have a couple witnesses say that they saw his truck, Dale's truck, back at the shop around 1.30. And another person said they saw him getting something at the Natarita grocery store around 6 p.m. But none of this has actually been proven. So they had, like, people say it. It's possible that he came but back dude, to town. 
but there's no actual proof of it. Right. And then they, like, people are wondering, like, did he help the motorist? And then something came, like, came up and happened after he got back to town, either between Nuka and Natarita, or did someone else take the truck and come back to Nuka and Natarita? Yeah, dude. We don't know. Right. So I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but there was people that said they spotted that, but it's not proven. I bet now, he, on July 4th, 19- I bet he brought the truck back. If that's crazy. true. No, the crazy didn't. <laughs> he's, he's like that ball Driving around. He's like, fucking watch this. Also, where's my fucking whiskey at? <laughs> I'm going to be drinking and driving too. Shooting his gun. I'm going to shoot Get his this. revolver out the window. Get this. So on July 4th, not even a whole month later, or I guess a month later, July 4th, 1999, a family was swimming and fishing near the confluence of... Dolores and San Miguel Rivers. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I said that. You right. did. Miguel's. They found the truck under. Um, so they found his truck underwater. He drove a white 1994 F250 long bed, and it was um, 25 miles from his body shop where the actual spot oh. in the river was. Um, the interior was full of mud, and it showed that it had been estimated to been there had been there since the day he went missing, or pretty close to that around that time. So sad. They pulled the truck out of the water. It was about ten feet under, mm-hmm. and um, unfortunately, these you know this police force was not used to cases like this. So they didn't right. like put a net out to catch anything that floated yeah. out of the truck. Oh damn, dude! So they could have lost evidence. Well, they, they did the best they, they could though. Yeah. They didn't know. And it's like, I'm sure if it's like a small plane, they're just like, oh, let's just grab it out, pull it, you know? Well, they were just, yeah, they just don't really, <clears throat> yeah. you know, investigate this kind of, kind right? of shit there, especially back then. Or even now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, now they're like, well, it's fine. Just grab it out and pull Dude, it. they're tiny yeah, now. Hey, go and get that tractor and let's pull that baby out. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways... Um, they didn't set up anything to catch the objects floating out of the truck. The kid who found the truck even offered to go get whatever floated out, like go swim and get it. And they said no. The police said no. Well, dude, they don't because, want him to get yeah. hurt. Yeah, yeah. What if the police would have said yes? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jump in there, bud. Hey, hey, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, you forgot one way oh. over there. <laughs> Keep swimming. It's just a current. Swim, <laughs> swim towards it. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> Um, so the truck was believed not to be driven by Dale. The window was half down, which his wife said was weird because she said that his window was either all the way down or all the way up, which to me, I'm kind of like, well, I mean, but that is weird, but dude, okay. You know, I have, I have, I have, yes, I have an, I had an OCD husband and I had like, you know, and dude, you always knew like it may have been something that actually pissed him off. You know what I mean? I Wait don't ever my window down because I, I hate my hair. Dude, well, I can imagine, like, you're just like, will you just roll your window up or just roll it down? But I have the AC on or I have, I can, yeah. actually, I could do something Well, like I do that. believe her. She's his wife. But I just thought it was a weird thing to notice. It is weird, but I yeah. don't know that that incriminates and says, you know what? He wasn't driving this because the window was half up. <laughs> but maybe. Yeah, I don't know, though. Unless, but, unless he, like, went in there and he was trying to get out when fucking tried to roll it down and stop that's a good point yeah okay well anyways the truck was believed not to be driven by dale the window was half down which his wife said was weird the engine was set and low weird um it was turned sharp <laughs> yeah and then like, let's get into that river <laughs> it was still in drive and the wipers were on which to me is weird unless they it was the kind of wiper that goes up like back then i don't know how the dials were back then but if you didn't have to twist it and you pushed up maybe the water I don't know why it would matter, but 
Hmm. Anyways, they do not believe that any of this was an accident. They think that this was purposely done. Like, they even think the window was half down to, like, fill up with water faster. Oh, that makes to sense. To sink the truck. Yeah. And um, they said that the road and the river are parallel to each other, so the sharp angle to go into the river would, would have not had be been, an accident. No. They're like, you this is You would have had to, like, literally be driving. I actually know where that is. Yeah. So you you would be like driving. You would actually have to do it. like you would have to do like almost a ninety degree. That's what they turn. said. They're like you would yeah. literally have to really do a ninety like, degree have turn to purposely to get do in this. There. Yes, yeah. and they were like, "This is just not an accident." They do not believe it was an accident. They said there's no tire tracks to show that it was an accident, yeah, well, and to have an angle turn like that, no, you'd think there'd be yeah. some tire tracks. Yeah, if you were going sure. like fast enough on the highway. Right. Anyways, um, so they did find the toolbox that was bolted down to the truck was stolen. So, obviously, this is foul play. Yeah. Where's the fucking <laughs> toolbox? They're like, you know, we can sell a lot of this shit. Let's fucking do it. Look at this. They said that the toolbox that was bolted down was stolen, but the lid was found farther down the river. This makes me think, did it sink? No. You think they just took the toolbox and let took, the lid go? I think To make that it they, look like the lid that sank, maybe. No, I just think that they probably unbolted it. They had the 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 lid of it. In the in the back of the truck, still, they lifted the lid off. They pulled it off like, like this. Why are you so smart? <laughs> I just God made me this way. <laughs> no, but and I think that they. Well, what are they gonna do? Drop the yeah. lid somewhere else? Yeah, no, yeah. they just left it there because yeah. that, it's going under with everything. Yeah, so they um, did find that down the river. The tools, some of them, I think it was some, not all. It might have been all, but I think it was just some were found years later, spread out throughout the mountains on the opposite direction where he. God. And his initials were carved in, so that's how they identified mm-hmm. these tools. His, you know what? They probably didn't know that those initials were carved in there. Them. And yep, and then they were like, They're "Fuck, like, we, can't we can't sell, sell these. these." Yeah, yep. That well, his daughter and family thinks that maybe this was done to throw the police off away from the truck. Well, that makes sense too. To me, I'm kind of like, I almost think that they were like, "Fuck, I can't sell these," and then they don't want to leave them with yep, the truck. And they don't want to go back here. near where they left the truck at. Fucking throw them out here. Dude, I think that too. Yeah. So, anyways, because um, that's a lot of work to unbolt one of those. I mean, it's not a ton of work, but it's too it's too much work when you're trying to get away from <laughs> to doing get something away, yeah. bad. From, yeah. I don't know, like murdering and stealing a man's truck yeah. and doing things like that. I just feel like that's a lot of extra stupid steps. So that there was also tools found out off of Highway 141 in Bedrock, which is where he was supposed to be helping mm-hmm. the stranded motorist. And one person does report seeing that. His pick, Dale's pickup, was between Bedrock and Bedrock and Paradox Valley with his hood up beside a car. So that Dude, would... no, I, okay, I already have a theory. Well, wait, so okay. he, that would corroborate the story that he was helping a stranded no, motorist. Yeah. He brought the jumper cables, his hood was up, <clears throat> his tools were yeah. there, so he did go with the, yeah, some that tools guy along had, the highway. That guy had an, a woman that he was probably fucking, the crazy guy, mm-hmm. I don't know his name. They, don't, they didn't read it. Okay. He and he had her call him. That's how he got. That's he came how up and just fucking. That's how. Him. That's how that girl had his number. Not well, the nine one one. Not not none of those numbers. It literally. And then he yeah. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to take these. And, and they probably did leave some tools there. And then and then engraved. and also that gives the um that gives like people seeing him. Mm-hmm. And that gives like the well, he was there, you know, he was at that yeah, place. He'd make sure and leave yep. some there. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> excuse me. Um, 
They found those tools along Highway 141 in Bedrock. One person did report seeing him with his hood up beside a car. Police tracked the call to have come from a stolen cell phone. Now, this is what the this is what I read that makes online. So much sense. No, but listen, I follow his daughter. I'm gonna jump ahead here. I follow his daughter on TikTok, and because she's very much trying to keep this case alive. And um, I, I'll get into her, but yeah. So she said that there is it was never proven to be a stolen cell phone. She doesn't know. Like I read, or actually I read this on the Facebook page for him. But anyways, she commented and was like, it wasn't a stolen cell phone. Well, whose cell phone? I don't know. Then? I don't know. This is like the part that kills me where it's like, if there was a lead though, she would have, she would have got to it. So I don't know. I guess it's just dead. I don't know. Yeah. But how can that be dead? I don't understand how those kind of things are just like, listen up. It was stolen. It was 1999. <laughs> I know. But... It sucks. So anyways, um, she <clears throat> found out at. Uh, so Tony found out 20 years later, she was 39 years old, that the day that her dad went missing, an unknown man went to her work asking for her. And she was off that day. Mm-hmm. And they did not tell him, or they told him that she wasn't there and he went across the street to a payphone for 10 to 15 minutes. And she's confused why that's just coming out 20 years later. That is weird. The day he went missing... Yeah. Some unknown man went to her work looking for her and then went to a payphone for 10 to 15 minutes. She started to wonder, was this person looking for me and then went to my dad? Now, to me, I don't, I don't know. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. I almost, I just don't, I don't like when evidence comes up that, that far out. I feel like it's never true when it, like, no, why? No, I think it's just sometimes there's coincidences and people are looking. It's almost yeah. like, and, and I mean, you would or be too. it didn't too. happen. I just don't know why they'd come out 20 years later. Well. That small town that they are. Okay, because they're they're just looking for something. I mean, think you didn't have any kind of closure. Things that that's really hard. And so you're just like, this is the sign. This is it. They could be remembering a wrong day and thinking it was that day too. Yeah, or something like that. I mean, there's all sorts of reasons. And I don't, yeah, I don't know. But she was just confused at why that was just coming out. The current investigator was the first person to interview the daughters, and that was in 2013. That's 14 years later. What? Yes. Wow. So the daughters are like, I feel like this is bad detective. I think, honestly, in the police. I don't think it was bad. I just think that they probably. They knew that they weren't involved. They knew that his daughters weren't involved. They were focusing their energy on leads trying to go somewhere. Yes. They knew him. Yeah, I think that's and, what it was. I mean, that's. I'm actually, not saying it was okay to not interview them for 14 years. I'm yeah, just saying. but also, like, aren't you glad that they actually came back to it? Because that means that it's open still in their minds. No, it is. Well, they you know? have a, they ha, they have a current investigator now that changed hands. Oh, okay. but yeah. Um. So <clears throat> also, I wanted to note here because I found this when I was on Google Maps and just like reading stuff. Um, Bedrock Paradox Valley is in a deep canyon. So there's mm-hmm. no cell service, especially back in 1999. So how was the call made? Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. The I, was like, just, I was just thinking that. I'm like, how did that person call anyways? Because I was saying, like, thinking about, mm-hmm. like, how they got a hold of, like, the, the white pages on the phone and all that stuff. And then I was like, so you just were, like, lucky to get service? 
I don't think or, so. No, I don't Maybe either. Maybe they went up to the country store in Bedrock, but even then, how Dude, did they do you that? would have to walk. You would have to walk was, a long ways. Yes. It's actually quite a ways. I mean, yes. depending on where they were at, I it guess. Was, I don't know what mile marker they were at. It was, I can go back up to my notes here. Hang on, hang on. It was like something of a mile away. Three quarters of a mile, I think it was. Oh, Three quarters of a too. mile east of Bedrock. So it really wouldn't have been that long of a walk. Well, of Bedrock, of yes, bedrock, of the, con- of the, of the, the country of store. County. Yeah, oh, of the country store. Okay. Yeah, so they so could have, I mean, but I just, could've. I feel like they would have mentioned that in the call. Maybe yeah, maybe. I don't know. So, um, yeah, some facts about Dale that just makes you think, oh, what a sweet guy. He did Santa every year for the public, public library in Newcomb. Uh, his daughter recalls that one time he put red tape over the flashlight to make his daughters think that Rudolph was outside. Oh my God! Okay, <laughs> Dale, we'll find you. I swear to God, Dale. <laughs> no, for real though. I just want to find him. I'm gonna oh. post pictures on our Instagram and oh. our TikTok, and he just looks like a great dad, like a dad that I wish I would have had. Dude, like, for real, like, right? You're just like fine. it. Just it sucks when you find out that people have good dads and they lose them like this. Like that sucks. Right, that's because there's so like, many people that have day, shit dads, <clears throat> and especially on the day like that's so important. Yeah. That's something that will that'll never be important to her anymore. Like, it'll never be something that's like, uh, that'll never be a happy moment. Mm-hmm. Her graduating, doing things like that's supposed to be a happy moment for someone, and it's always taken away. Yep. Yep. I agree. So, he, Dale went missing at age 42. Um, he would now be 67. Mm-hmm. It's going to be 24 years this May in 2023. He was 5'7", 170 pounds. He was wearing a blue t-shirt and jeans. There's a scar under his chin, a birthmark on the left side of his jawbone. Sarah, his daughter that was graduating that year, Mm -hmm. told Montrose Daily Press, I really want people to remember him for the person he was and not what happened to him. He was a good community member. He was a neighbor. He was a friend. End quotes. Uh I know. So, um... There's a website called whereisdalewilliams.net. You guys should go to it. Um, especially people that are, like, from Nukla. If you guys have, like, parents that yeah, like know t- these people. Talk about it. Well, so this that's what the daughter... So, yeah, we're going to get into that. The daughter wants this to be talked about. And she wants people that have memories... Or they Dale. know that. I mean, people are... are that's such them. a small town. It really... Like, someone just knows think, something. think. Yeah, think about people talk. Dude, how did no one talk about it? I know. Because you know well, that. they did, but. Well, I know, but I'm saying you know that small towns are like, oh my God, though. Did you hear that? that, that he was not? friends with all of them. That's Everyone wanted to find him except that guy that was taking down the fucking posters. Yeah. And to me, that's the only. Lead. And spreading fucking bullets on his pictures. Yeah, to me, that's the only lead. That's the only lead, dude. That's the only thing. And that's the saddest thing is they're like, oh, well, is this thing, what does he, does the guy have any kind, it never says what his name is, does it? I never found it. I I think they keep it secret. Yeah, because everybody's going to go beat his ass. But no, because think of this. She wants people to ask her questions. Well, dude, yeah, because it's like, so, um... I don't know. Like, where... I mean, does he have any kind of police, like, in his family? Or, like, I any kind I of knew. enforcement? Yeah, it doesn't say. You know? Because because why are, why are they keeping that secret? Why is there, like, things that well, are being... Well, they said he had an alibi that mainly that, checked out. Yeah, but, dude, that doesn't... Mainly is the part yeah, that was me on. He's like, he's like, I was with this woman. <laughs> and then we were calling our buddy to come yeah, get her. Yeah, what if he has someone lying for him? 
Oh, he definitely does. I feel like if I, I want to know the alibi, like I said, because that will make or break if I think that he's involved. Because there's some different scenarios I have here that I'm going to go over. Okay. But first, so where is DaleWilliams.net? Go visit this. Some people have speculated that he is in a mine shaft somewhere. And I was like, this is a great idea. This is an old uranium mining town. The problem is, there is, when I started looking into this, 36,782 mine shafts in the area. In Nuclear? And, and surrounding Montrose, areas. yeah, and surrounding all areas over. and Natterine mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so Google Google Maps shows that the con- there's a connecting dirt road between Highway 90 and Highway 240, or I think I meant to put 141, mm-hmm. which goes along the Dolores River up to where yes, it meets San really Miguel. Pretty. Yes, yeah, it goes along where the Dolores River mm-hmm. um, to where it meets San Miguel, where the truck was found. So he could have taken that little, or whoever had the truck. Could have taken that little dirt road after, like, that would mm-hmm. be like a little stop off, like, get off yeah. the main road, road, go down this way down to the river. Yeah. Um, where the truck was found. Dale had many friends in Nucla, Natarita, and Norwood areas. Most persons of interest would have been in their 40s and there now would be in their 60s. Uh-huh. The family believes that he was murdered. His wife thinks that he was murdered for either knowing something or seeing something that he shouldn't have. But she doesn't know what that would have been, but that's all she can think. Mm. I just don't. That's I'm, I'm going to get into my theories here in a minute. They believe the culprit very well may have moved away, which I probably could see that. I don't know. I would have. I want to know where that guy is. I do too. I want to know what his name is. I want to search him up. Uh, if any of our friends that have like lived in or around Nukla know. Or Norwood. Or Norwood. Because Norwood, I, I do know some people there. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So, Set us up. Hit us up. Let us know if you think you know anything. <laughs> We're going to just. We're actually becoming FBI. Or if his daughters are listening to this, like, let us know what the guy's name is. Yeah, for real. If you can, unless the officers are keeping that close to the chest. Right? That's what I'm saying. But But it's been 24 years. But they do that only when they're like... Have a good lead. Yep. Yeah. But they don't. (laughs) So anyways, (laughs) um, yeah. They believe the culprit very well may have moved away. His mother died not knowing what happened to him. Oh, God. That's, I know, I know. Is, all these things, I'm like, oh. I know. <sighs> daughters and wife have been looking for him for the last almost 24 years, and the daughters say they notice him and their children sometimes, like his looks and stuff, oh, which I get, dude, I see. I get it, yeah, with Odie my kids, sometimes. too. I'm always yeah. like, God, that reminds me so much of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, they said, if you knew him, go leave a story on the website. Again, that website is whereisdalewilliams.net. His daughter's name is Tony Lawrence, and that's T-O-N-E-E-L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E, and she's on TikTok, and she's constantly trying to get the word out about this case. She wants people to cover it. She wants people to continue sharing, asking questions. Yes. So go follow her. She wants to get more followers. Go follow her and go share her stuff, please. Um, There is a Facebook page called Missing Dale Williams. And the comments on there and stuff. There's a lot of people. It's like you can just tell it's a small town case. Yeah, because everybody's like probably, people like know him yeah, that comment we're on there for you. Well, they, yeah. they, they like comment on there that they knew him and stuff. It's sad. Mm. Um, so there's an episode of Unsolved Mysteries on season twelve. Um, if you want to watch this case on Unsolved Mysteries, the Colorado Bureau of Investigation. Its number is nine seven zero two three eight seven five. Zero zero or Crime Stoppers number is nine seven zero two four nine eight five zero zero. I wanted to include that because yeah, it's important. If, if anybody knows, like, something. knows something, I mean, 
Please. We, we're, we're really, <laughs> we just might have some listeners that are close enough because yeah. we're, we're really pretty close to there. Right. Um, some cool facts that I found out just because I started getting really nosy about this. Yeah, because because it's like in our, in our it's in our neck of the woods. It is our neck, yeah. <laughs> um, Nuka High School serves 68 students in grades 9 to 12. That's smaller than my graduating tiny, class. tiny, dude. Dude, literally. Yeah, I mean, think of that. Okay, so 68. That's not graduating that? that's, class. That's between grades 9 to 12. Yeah, well, think of that. Was that this year? So think of uh, yeah, 24 so. years ago. Dude, like know. one, know. you know what it would maybe I not even I grew up any. in a small town. Oh, no. It's a tiny little town. But get this. Nuclear High School placed in the top 30% of all schools in Colorado for overall test scores. They're just a bunch of smart fucks. And what it is is they have smaller class sizes. Yeah. It matters. Yeah, actually care. The, the teachers actually care. Oh, I used to be in school to be a teacher. I just know that class sizes matter. So this was interesting to me. This was piquing yeah. my interest. Yeah. Um, they were in um, the math profici- proficiency is the top 20% of Colorado. This what? small fucking town are best at math in the top 20% of Colorado State. That's crazy, actually. Yeah. And reading proficiency is in the top 50%. That's not that crazy to me. Oh, for that like, was for 2020, 2021. Try and get up there. Yeah, come on. <laughs> read. Come on. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck, read. Read a book. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, I should. I did look up Grand Junction. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. So the student teacher, okay, I was like, I thought I might have wrote it down. The student teacher ratio is eleven to one, and oh, it's yeah. lower than the Colorado. Oh, I state bet it's level. not even. I bet it's not even eleven to one. If there's sixty eight kids between four fucking grades, it's probably like one to three. I don't know, like a lot six. Yeah, no, not a lot. Yeah. So, but so, and that Colorado state level is fifteen to one. Dang, dude. So that you know, just send your kids to a small school, or just don't send them to public school. Um, so Grand Junction High School serves 1,378 students from grades 9 to 12. Yeah. So that's 1,378 versus 68. <laughs> We're in Grand Junction. Quirky, quirky facts. Um, Grand Junction High School placed top 50% of all schools in Colorado for overall test scores. Did Grand Junction High School is not good. And like, I've already known this, so they're not good test scores. Um, math proficiency is in the t- uh, bottom 50%. Nucla, two hours away, is in the top 20. Grand Junction's in the bottom 50 in math. Just let that sink in, dude. Move to Nucla. Um, reading proficiencies in the top. No, don't move to Nucla. <laughs> I know all these people from Nucla are like, you tell those fucking Californians not to do that. <laughs> um, all the Colorado's like, no, no stop this. moving here. Fuck. This trend just kind of got me. The reading proficiency's in the top 30% in Grand Junction. So they're way higher in reading. That's weird. But they're way lower in math. And Nucleus way higher in math and way lower in reading. That's weird, kind of. Like, well, they don't have to read shit. They just need to figure some shit out. <laughs> Nucleus teachers, get a reading program. Anyways. <laughs> we just went down a rabbit hole it's fine we went down a rabbit hole there so the student teacher ratio at grand junction high is 18 to 1 Mm. which is higher than the colorado state level 15 to 1 okay so that's enough of that (laughs) end of my theories (laughs) dude i used to study that shit when i was in school to be a teacher yeah um (laughs) it just piqued my interest once I get down a rabbit hole when I'm looking yeah, at cases, that's it. I just start fucking searching. I just like have random questions and I just Google it. Um, 
Anyways, so my thing here is motive. Right. That's the biggest question here for me with this case. What the fuck is the motive for Dale Williams? Not for him to, to do the something. The only thing I can think is this crazy bitch who literally is like, I hate him because he fucking the guy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sometimes I call men bitches. Because he is a bitch. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that just, that would be the only thing that I can really think. To be honest, like I do see that as being a lead, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't responsible. So listen, no, I know I'm definitely there are he's responsible. Well, there are cases though, in even smaller towns where there's just like a crime of opportunity. Maybe somebody drove by and saw him and had this opportunity. Now, to me, I don't Dude, think that's very likely that. because the person that had that he was helping would have either seen it or. If yeah, had, someone would have seen it. Someone would have seen something. It's, I guess it's, it's small. Small. But it makes me wonder, did people actually see him in, in Natarita at the grocery store? Because then it's a totally different thing. But to me, I just don't think so. I think that that was speculation and that I somebody was that trying they, to be helpful, but they didn't actually. I mean, how many people drove a 1994 white F1? A lot, F-250? everyone. Yeah. Probably a lot of people because that that's like... Of course, it's a small town. Yeah. Dude, that's what I'm saying. The, well, they could... If They said they saw him buying something at the store. Oh. Like a soda or something? Well, maybe he was... Be, maybe they got times confused. If he was back at the shop... So let's say that he was buying something before he went out to help that person. Maybe. That makes more sense. Do you think that there's any... And I'm just... This is just speculation. Do you think there's any way that maybe he had just like a mistress and just ran off? No. I don't even know. No, dude. No. His fucking daughter was graduating. Like, even if you did, even if you did have a mistress, if he was like how you're saying he was the Santa and he did all these things. He would have been involved with this kid. He wouldn't have done this to his kids. He wouldn't have been, he would have never, it didn't matter. He could have been banging every fucking woman in that, in that town. But if he was that not good that of a, we think not, he was. not, no, no, not that I think that all he was the, at all. All the accounts Everyone's say like, he was oh a great God. dad, great all husband. I'm saying, all I'm saying is that since he, like, seemed like such a good dad, there's no way that he would have done that to his daughter. I don't think so either. There's, just he didn't thinking, just, yeah, I know, there's like, <coughs> I'm sure, but that's not even like, I don't even feel like we should even, like, like I was like, not even a theory. <laughs> no. I honestly do think that it's not normal like the pastor said it's not normal for him to get a call to get a distressed motorist called to go no them and i think that it's related to that it's related that it to planned. that guy it's it's planned then i yes. do think it's related to that guy too and i, I really do. would i want to message his daughter <clears throat> i think i might do this i might message his daughter and be like hey tony do you, i mean do you think it was him oh they definitely do i guarantee I, it you know i don't know you know what I'll they probably i bet they're like such nice people because she they're is, just they're yeah really nice that they're they like just haven't given up that they're like well we don't want to put anybody's name under and i'm like that son of a bitch no i, I think if she you really know? thought it was him she would i don't know i i don't know i just think that there's not enough answers i don't know i don't know maybe she knows more about him or maybe she knows what the alibi was see if the alibi was locked solid like he was at work and the mm-hmm. employer was there with him right I'd believe then that. he would have yeah yeah, right? They're just like... But then to me, it's like, what the fuck? 
Though that's the thing about these missing persons cases that just fucking flip my brain upside down. I'm just like, this what is exactly happened? why I, I, like I have cases. to know. I'm like, then I would like a case that's like, and then they found him and da 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 da. Because I literally cannot we'll stand these. Uh, my next case, not the one after, like, because we're gonna. I have I have my next one already done, but the one after that, I'll do one that's. Up yeah, we need it. You know, I'll, I'll, I need it in my life right now. I, need a little life. I just have so many mystery I just love them. I like mystery cases because I like to talk <laughs> it out. But if I like, I'd rather have a mystery case where we get to talk it out and then boom. This is done. <laughs> Guess what? You were right, this Courtney. This piece of shit did it. And, I <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, like I eggs. knew it. breath <laughs> smells like eggs. <laughs> I already knew that. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Anyways, well, yeah. If I had to bet, I'd say that it was that guy, but I can't say for certain that it was. I can't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is not enough evidence. No. But well, you know, and we don't even know. And who honestly, it is. if he wasn't ripping the posters down in the fucking post office, then yeah, I like, even why really... would you even? Well, why would you do that? <laughs> That's. I mean, we've already gone over this over and over. It's like even if I hated that person, I'd. Still keep it up. Like, I hope that his family finds them. You know what I mean? I guess or they've, I hope... like, searched a lot of, like, mines and stuff, but the daughters are pretty much, like, stop telling Searching us. in the well, mines they're, like, because they're not they're, telling us because there's so many to search, and it's just a waste of time to, like, send us on a wild goose chase for us to feel like, like, getting excited or whatever. Like, maybe there's a lead here, and then, like, they've just... Not finding him. Dude, there's so many places, especially in Colorado, <clears throat> out in the desert like that, Dude, there's a ton. He, yeah, he could never be found. But they do believe he was murdered, and they just want to know what happened. They're hoping so, that somebody does like a deathbed confession or what something. What is the website that we can go to? Say it one more time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me find it. Oh, I was going to tell you. So his daughter had this dream, like right after a few months after he went missing. She yeah. put this on her TikTok where she was like, he was like coming home in the door and he was just soaking wet and then like a few days later they found his truck in the river oh that's creepy that was crazy that creepy that means something where is dalewilliams.net yes <clears throat> go so, there check it out please check it out <clears throat> look at all the pictures look at the things that we have where we'll put it up on our instagram um yeah instagram and tiktok slay podcast um, I am working on our website right now, slavepodcast.com. If you go there and look at it and it's jacked up, don't judge me. I'm still working <laughs> on it, but I'm putting the, the But go ahead and take a look because it looks cool, but it is not ready. It's, I'm not, I mean, <laughs> I, it might be done by the time you guys get on there. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, again, the CBI, Colorado Bureau of Investigation, if you know anything, the number is 970-238-7500. Um, follow his daughter, Tony Lawrence, at TikTok. Um, she's really, again, looking for a lot of followers and just trying to get this case out there. If you guys know anything or like have parents that grew up in Colorado. Yeah. Just let them know. Yeah. Mention the case. See what they say. And, uh, go leave us a review. Our podcast is now out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, (laughs) not everything. I I have it on Overcast. I have it on pretty much everything except iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and CastBox. Yeah. 
to go on the, all the other ones. Pretend you didn't even hear those names. And Levi, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, all the other places. Does people really use those anyways? I don't know. We never do them. But um, leave us reviews if you like our content. Drop us some um, suggestions. Um, I'd love to hear what. Yeah, or even like if cover. you have a case that we'd like to, yeah, you'd like us to cover. Yeah. Let us know because then we can do it. Yeah, and then. Um, uh, on Spotify, I set up a Q&A thing where you guys can like either ask us questions mm-hmm. and we'll answer them. So that I thought that was cool. That is cool. And then, of course, you can just always message us on Instagram or TikTok. We're probably going to be more active on Instagram, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so let us know if you like our content. Share, review, and be a good person. Please be a good person. Be a good fucking Fuck. person and just be... be- be the change. Hey, also, Nuka, please. I know you're doing the best that you can. That was like props to you guys for actually going out there because a lot of small towns don't have that. Yeah, and check out our post with his with Dale's pictures. He just yes. like a really great dad, great guy overall. But be a good person. Be, be the, the change, change you, you want, want in to this see. World. Yes. 